Hello and welcome back to what did I call this? Max Max XP for J for RPGs. Sorry, not JRPGs. RPGs. I forgot the main name of my own podcast. We're doing great. We're doing great today. How are you? You doing okay? You having a good day? Having a good week? Was it the weekend? Have you done anything with Pong? Uh, what am I playing right now? I am playing Shin Megami Tensei Five crazy right <clears throat> um i had to re-record the first episode of the podcast uh, as i said because um i recorded it and then for some reason it didn't save so i had to redo it um so so there might not be very good continuity between <laughs> episode one and episode two uh but you know here we go with episode three um and anyway um, yeah, still playing Knights of the Old Republic. I've I've got my lightsaber, and I am one happy one happy Jedi. And I, I'm gonna play Knights of the Old Republic on the light side. I actually chose to be a scoundrel um, consular because apparently those two kind of mesh together in a weird way. And so far, I've had a lot of fun. <laughs> it's been a blast in that game. But Shin Megami Tensei, I'm not gonna spoil anything, but yeah. It's, it's pretty great. Y'all, y'all need to give that a shot. If you like the turn-based kind of thing, do give it a shot. It is so cool. Um, so today's topic is, yeah, the fact that I'm a that I can be a contrarian in many ways, um, and in this instance, it's because I like Tales of Zestiria. I've heard so many times from so many people. That Tales of Zestiria is terrible. It is bad. It is not worth anybody's time. I heartily disagree. Um, particularly if uh, you're a Tales fan, if you kind of if you like the action RPG kind of thing. <clears throat> I remember the time I played it. I really liked it, but no one else around me did. And if anyone, well, at least those that even knew what it was. Um, for those who don't know Tales, uh, the Tales series, Tales is a, t- is a series that goes way back to the 90s. It's always been kind of like, a, uh, it almost wants to be like that turn-based kind of thing where you, you know, you do it, you run into an enemy, or in some games there's random encounters, um, and then you go into a battle, but instead of, you know, you know, going through a menu and picking your attacks, it's an, it's an action-based um, attack system. Uh, Zestiria, I think, moved forward with a little bit in that every battle, you know, you run into an enemy in in the field, and um, the area that you run into them stays the same. The only difference is more enemies generate to kind of fit in for that encounter. <laughs> if that makes any sense. Hopefully that made sense. Uh, but it's still a, a very, very entertaining action RPG. The controls are a little wonky for the for the combat. That's That's one thing I do remember. But um, I really liked the characters. I really liked the world, and I, I liked the story. I thought the story was very interesting, and uh, you know this. Um, and I'm going off memory here. I haven't played Tales of, Tales of Zestiria in a long time, but what I remember is that there's a, uh, there, there's a, I think it's a, a malignant or something like that, like like an evil power, like as people. Um, focus on their negative emotions. The more negative they become, it, um, the darker, obviously, you know, 
darker person they become. But when they pass a certain threshold, they turn into a, they turn into beasts. And um, the thing that I found interesting with um, Tales of Zestiria is it definitely emphasizes that you can try your you can you can save uh, a lot of people, but there's just no way to save everyone. And it's kind of a sobering thought, and uh, the the game portrays it in a way that's. Um, I don't know. It's it's very. How do how do I put it? It's uh, the story itself is fulfilling, uh, but it's humbling. I think is a way to put it. It's it you know you you want to save the world, your character wants to save the world. Uh, Sore is the main character of the game. He wants to save the world. But there's just no way to save everyone in the world. So um, the story itself kind of has a darker, uh, more realistic feel to it. The graphics are definitely anime because that's the Tales series. Um, and I mean, if you've played Tales of Arise and want to go back to Zestiria, uh, be prepared because the combat will be a lot more janky than Tales of Arise. I've, I've played Tales of Arise a little bit. Uh, and the combat in that game is so fluid. It's the the world itself is so big and broad, and that's one thing that the two games have in common. They have a big, broad, and uh, semi-open world, I guess you could call it. Except for Tales of Rise, uh, has more worlds, <laughs> I guess you could say. Um, and Tales of Zestiria just takes place on a single planet because it's it's meant to be more of a medieval medieval kind of style. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. But there's, I don't know, the, the the openness between the two I think is the best comparison. Um, whereas the the follow up to Tales of Zestiria, Tales of Berseria, felt very linear to me, where and Zestiria just felt. A little bit more open. The only thing I didn't really like about Zestiria was the uh, the character fusion thing that, <laughs> that happened. I always thought that was a little. Uh, I always thought that was kind of weird, and I I don't really like character fusion anyway. I mean, you know, like people will bring up Dragon Ball Z with character fusion. I'm like, well, that just that takes two good characters and meshes them into. I mean, it can become another good character, but that like it removes two characters and put and brings out one. So, I mean, for me, like I, I don't watch Dragon Ball Z anymore. I haven't watched Dragon Ball in years, and I can't really drag myself to go back to it. Don't ask me why. I don't have an answer. Uh, <clears throat> Vegeta was always my favorite character because you can you saw his his arc going from like hardcore sociopathic villain to anti-hero to all around a good guy it took a long time to get to that all around good guy but uh, he eventually made it at least you know in uh, in the Dragon Ball Z um, friend uh, Dragon Ball Z saga uh, towards the end of that uh, we're not going to talk about Dragon Ball GT or Dragon Ball Super. Dragon Ball GT was terrible, and that's probably where I kind of lost my interest with Dragon Ball in its entirety. And 
Dragon Ball Super. I've just never had much interest. I think I, I think I'm a little. I think I just aged out of it. <laughs> anyway, not talking about that. We're talking about Tales of Zestiria. Um, one thing that I, that actually drives me nuts about the internet is that there's the there's these trains that uh, that people get on. There's the hate train, and then there's the the contrarian train, which is typically the one I'm on. The contrarian train, people are afraid of uh, because people want to be liked on the internet. Apparently, I'm not one of them. And then there's the there's the hate train, which everyone will jump on the second there's something to hate, uh, because that will that will get, you know, they're hoping that will get them some attention. <clears throat> When it comes to Tales of Zestiria, the only attention you get if you say you like it is very negative attention. So, me being a me being on the contrarian train, people are kind of people are going to kind of point and be like, "Dude, what the freak? What are you dumb?" And I'm like, "Well, maybe, maybe a little bit, but uh, I li I liked the game. I thought it was fun. I thought the combat was entertaining. Again, kind of clunky." Uh, the the world was fun. The story was fun. And if you haven't tried it and you got on the hate train, dude, you we need to have a chat. <laughs> Cause like, don't don't get on the hate train if you never actually played something. And you know I've um, experienced with personal with you know personally with some friends that were kind of younger. Um, they. It, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go towards Pokemon because that's one of the biggest, um, that's one of the funniest things to me. Um, I had friends both around my age and as well as much younger than me that were like, oh, we only the hundred, only the first hundred fifty are good. Everything after that is men. And I was like, well, have you, did you play any of the games? Like, well, no. <laughs> like, how how do you know? How how did you form the opinion that only the first hundred fifty are good? I mean, it, the answer is they heard it from someone else, and that's how they gained that opinion, because they heard that from someone else, and they're like, oh, that must be the popular opinion. I think I'm going to roll with that, because I don't want to be, you know, one of those people that gets on the contrarian train. Um, no, I think the moral of the story with me liking Tales of Zestiria is if you like what you like, it don't matter what anybody else thinks. If, you know, people point and make fun or whatever, and yeah, it's their prerogative. You can take offense if you want. That's your choice. But, you know, people will say what they say. And, you know, for me, I, I've had a lot of people tell me, like, oh, Tales of Asteria is terrible. Why do you like something that's terrible? I'm like, well, uh, I'm a glutton for punishment. That's just, that's the only answer I can give you. <laughs> And many of, well, one of them, let me be real here, one of them that I asked, like, why do you hate Tales of Zestiria? And they're like, well, it's just a bad game. And I'm like, did you play it? And they're like, well, no. And I'm like, how, do, how, what? No, that's not allowed. <laughs> no, I'm going to put this, I'm going to put the stop that right, stop right there button right here. And I'm going to say, you, if you need to form an opinion, you need to actually give it a shot and then tell me it's bad. Because if you just tell me it's bad because you heard somebody else say it, that don't count. That's not an opinion. That's a, I don't know, that, that's a train ride. 
a train ticket, if you will. You're on the hate train. Your ticket's fresh, but you you tore it off with somebody else's ticket. So, you know. Um, but if you haven't played Tales of Hysteria and you have the system to play it, it's on PS3 and PS4. I'm not sure what other console it's it's out for. If you haven't realized by now, I'm a huge Nintendo Switch fanatic. Um, I have an Xbox One, but very rarely do I use it for the purpose it's designed for. <laughs> I, I use it to watch to to watch anime and and movies and TV shows, and um, very very rarely do I use my Xbox for the purpose for the original purpose of its design my wife is the big xbox player she loves halo that's like her favorite series ever halo reach is her favorite game ever other than legend of zelda breath of the wild i think that one may have taken the cake but halo is still up there for her favorite game <clears throat> halo reach sorry um so i don't have a system to play tales of hysteria anymore i don't think it's on xbox pretty positive it's not but if you have a system to play it go and play it give it a shot form your own opinion and if you don't want to i don't care do what you want to do but it's it's a fun game it's um it's one of those early attempts at the open world and i think they did pretty good with it because i loved just i mean i would i would pick up the game just to go and wander around the open world and run into enemies and pick some fights and um, yeah, I had a lot of fun doing that, and I remember very early on in the game, I spent a lot of time grinding, and I, <laughs> I had no issue with anyone that was picking fights with me after that. Uh, even 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 boss, the first boss fight, um, after um, after you pick up what's her name, the the princess, uh, Lay Lily Lila, Layla Lila. I think it's Lily. I can't remember. It has been so long. It starts with an L and ends with a Y. That's all I know. <clears throat> or it might be an A. Um, anyway, the first boss fight after picking her up, I remember I just, I creamed the guy. And I was like, well, this is, what did I do? <laughs> I even had it on the normal setting. So I'm like, this is supposed to be a little bit of a challenge, right? No, it's because I, I would just go out and wander in the world and, and, and just have fun playing the game and fighting and uh, exploring and you know that's that's I think the purpose of a good semi-open or open world game is having fun just being in the world um, I think nowadays we kind of want those big open world games because we we don't we want the freedom but at the same time if there's really if the gameplay itself doesn't doesn't lend itself to something entertaining, so you're just kind of wandering an open world, and that's honestly one of the big like I love Breath of the Wild, but my mm -hmm. big concern with it is that um, sorry my phone just went off is that it the open world was big and oh my gosh it's so fun to explore. But the combat just wasn't very fun in Breath of the Wild. And I think the reason it wasn't fun is because I was always expecting my freaking weapons to break every six seconds. And that drove me insane. So it tells us Asteria, which has his open world and not breakable weapons. Like, that, was, that I think was one of the best ways to do an open world. At least to start. 
Um, but uh, yeah, that's that's all I have for today. Uh, go play Tales of Zestiria if you can. Uh, right now I know it's cheap. Oh, it's on Steam. It's on Steam as well. I think I might actually pick up a Steam copy because hopefully my computer can run that. My computer can run Unity and Unreal and I can do game development, so hopefully it can run <laughs> something on Steam. So anyway, uh, that's all I got for today. So I will see you next time. Mm -hmm.